Hello and welcome to another episode of Cast It Into the Fire. We're back to the the fifth chapter of Red Wall. The feast is finished and um, Abbot Mortimer would like to send some food to help the church mouse family. They're they're poor, but they don't think that um, John Churchmouse would accept gifts of food like that, so they packed up the food into a bag and they're sending it with his wife as quote-unquote dishes that have been borrowed. And uh, Matthias and Cornflower are babysitting their uh, the church mouse twins, Tim and Tess. Colin Bankville comes along and uh, he's kind of obnoxious and he teases them about looking like a wedded couple and um Brother Alf reprimands him about doing this and remarks that he was playing catch the bulrush with a young harvest mouse. Who knows what this catch the bulrush game is. It's never mentioned again. And at this point, the church mice and... Cornflower are both going to travel in the cart pulled by Constance Badger back to their homes away from Red Wall at but, uh, the St. Ninian's Church and Cornflower's family lives close to there too so she's coming along and they send Matthias along as a bodyguard And, uh, yeah, Matthias is a little, uh, (laughs) he says, leave it to me, Father Abbot. Old Constance is a bit slow thinking. I'll take complete responsibility. Okay, Matthias. Rude. He walks off and trips over his sandals again, falls on his tail. They're traveling along. Everybody's getting kind of sleepy. It's it's late at night. And that's when Clooney shows up. You know, racing past on the hay cart with the horse. Whole army of rats in there. It's Constance who gets their cart off the road right away. She's the one who was paying attention more. And 
after the carts passed, Matthias and the others, they're agreeing it's not safe to go back to the church mice's home after they saw that. And they should get back to Redwall and report what they saw. And, uh, this starts, uh, chapter six. The cart has flipped over into a ditch. The horse basically tore loose after it collided with the gatepost. A lot of the rats are trapped under the cart. A lot of them are injured. Two of them have been killed. A rat named Wormtail has lost a paw. Now, if anybody's a Harry Potter reader, um, that's ironic. Another certain rat named Wormtail who was loses a finger and later a hand in that series. I give credit to, uh, Snowfur's blog for pointing that one out. And Clooney's gotten them all up to the ones that are alive and not trapped. To go find a place where they can stay. Sends out scouts to look for weapons. And sends out 50 soldiers to go find as many rats, weasels, stoats, and ferrets to join his army as he can. Smash up their dens so they don't have homes to worry about. And if they refuse, to kill them. So he's press-ganging rats into his army. Which is you know, that makes it messed messed up later with uh, considering how many of them are gonna get killed in battle. And the names these rats have, Three-Leg, Scratch, Cheese Thief, Frog Blood, Scum Nose, and it's still a bit of a debate in the Redwall fandom, did their parents name them these names, did they acquire them as nicknames later? Yes, son, your name's Frog Blood. Why? Who knows? That's your name now. Getting into chapter 7. Matthias and Constance have... They're making their report to the abbot about what they saw 
And Constance says that her old granddad knew a sea rat. And going by his description of the sea rat, that's what uh, these rats look like to her. Wonder if Constance's uh, granddad was one of those badger lords that come up later in the series. And once again, this is one of those things that mentioned once doesn't come up again. But trying to link it up with later stuff. And uh, she tells Abbott Mortimer that her badger senses told her right off that these were bad and evil rats. And... The Red Wallers, they're actually not happy about that. They're all up in arms. You're giving a rat a bad name. It's speculation that they're evil. That's rather unlike the rest of the Red Wall series where you see a rat, yes, it's automatically an evil rat. Yes, you can assume that without knowing. And they're usually right. small handful of exceptions and Matthias gives more uh, more description of the rat when the abbot asks and the abbot's asking him rather sp specific questions about it Did he, he only has one eye is it right or left do you recall his tail Yes, it was the longest tail of any rat. He was holding it as a whip. And the abbot's like, yes, I, rec I recognize him. This is Clooney the Scourge, and he has a very fearful reputation, and... Everyone thinks this is funny. They've all heard of Clooney. They think he's some kind of made-up bogey to make the kids eat their dinner or go to sleep. Not a real threat, not a real creature that's actually around. And Constance just crawls and gives a bark. I don't know what a badger's bark sounds like, but I'm sure it's intimidating. Gets everyone to quiet down. listen to what the abbot and brother Methuselah have to say brother Methuselah is an anciently old mouse and he keeps the gatehouse 
and all of the records for the Abbey. He also keeps those in the gatehouse. And he has the gift of tongues. He talks to all sorts of traveling animals and birds. And he goes back through his records and finds a mind, a mind disaster caused by Clooney and his rats um, gnawing through the showing and causing a cave-in. This mine was owned by badgers and other creatures. So not not a human mine. There are officially no humans in Redwall. I, I'm not totally sure that Brian had uh, figured this out yet because of the discrepancies like the the horse and a few other things, but yeah, technically humans never come up. Well, anyway, Clooney and his rats caused the mine disaster. They set a farmhouse on fire. Ate an entire litter of piglets arrive, alive. Yeah, that's, that's gross. Spread sickness through livestock herds and stampeded a herd of cows through a village. And Methuselah was told this by a town dog. Once again, you never see a dog in the Redwall series again, just this one time. And, uh... Now everybody's frightened by this. One of them suggests they pack up and everybody move out of the abbey. Another that Clooney will spare them. Nope. And this is when Matthias takes the floor brandishing his staff. And he says, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll be ready. And uh, the abbot agrees with them. Agrees with him on this. We'll be ready. So this uh, concludes chapters 5 through 7 of Redwall. And uh, I'd like to give a shout out to Nova Nocturne Art. If you're interested in getting your own tapestry of Martin the Warrior, she has one designed on her website. So go check that out. And thank you for listening to Cast It Into the Fire.